Good morning, y'all. How you doing? Hey, it is August the 18th, Thursday. It's my motherfucking Friday. I'm up, you know what I'm saying, just trying to get that money, you know. <laughs> y'all, thank you for tuning in to another installment of Bearded Perspective. From up here in Idaho, we always motherfucking truly D to the O to the N out here in North I-D-A-H-O, Idaho, Idaho. Go, go, go. Y'all, this is part three of what makes me tick of what makes me who I am. Why I have the hatred, the anger, the emotions, the happiness, all that bullshit wrapped into a fucking fucking ball. Why I am <laughs> the way that I motherfucking am. Now, I don't know how much longer this series is going to go on. I mean, to be quite honest, I probably could have done this all in one episode. It would have been about a six-hour episode, I'm thinking. Oh, and that would have been hella boring, and I would have lost a whole lot of interest from folks. So, uh, you know, we're, we're doing it, and I think there's going to be at least one more after this one, kind of depending on where we wrap up on, on episode three of this. But anyhow, y'all, where we let off was I met a gal. I had fallen in love, or so I had thought I had fallen in love. That's the thing about love, y'all. When you're younger, like, you're all in. Woo! You know, and that other part of the equation may or may not be all in. They might, you know, they might be having a little thing for you. You know what I mean? But they, they're not necessarily 100% in, you know. And like I said, I was looking for that. I was looking for that, that connection. You know what I'm saying? I was lacking something in my life. Um, so I was looking for it however I could find it. And I thought I had found it, y'all. And like I said, we uh, we hit it off. We were doing great. She uh, huh, got pregnant. <laughs> and uh, like I said, you know, here I am thinking my whole world. This is this is what I want. This this is where I'm at. This is how it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be fucking epic. Things got real rough. Um, we were too goddamn young to uh, understand the facets of adult life, to understand bringing another life into this equation, into this world, into what was us. Um, It was a very tumultuous, very aggressive relationship. Um, There were more arguments then there was happy times, you know what I'm saying? So, we went our separate ways. I got out on my own again. She was pregnant. I was going to do the right thing and and be there in this child's life and, and maintain a, a positive relationship and try not everything I could not to be my dad, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to be there for, for my child, for my, you know, come to find out my daughter. Um... Baby mama, the wife, the ex, was not the most intelligent about making decisions. Because, like I said, you know, we were both young and dumb and and stupid and selfish. Um, Mama got drunk, baby in the car. 
And who knows what else she was on. And I lost them both. Um, yeah, I lost them both. And the, the shitty fucking part of it, I mean, the shittier part, is that my ex did everything she could to isolate me from my child. At the time of the passing, I had only seen my daughter a handful of times. You see, her her grandparents were lawyers, and they knew how to finesse and work the system. And I was <laughs> I was a broke, fucking uneducated young man. It was thinking with his heart not with his head, and so I missed out on a lot, I don't really want to delve too much into that, because, I mean, it's been quite a few fucking years, and it's still, the scars are still prevalent as fuck, um, but then that sent me on another I hate the world, I hate people, fuck everybody, fuck this, fuck that, kind of ride. I started climbing into Mickey's courts, I mean, I'd get up with a fucking bottle, I'd go to bed with a fucking bottle, and I didn't care, I didn't care, I uh, lost my job. I wasn't showing up, and when I did show up, I was fucked up, it was about that time I decided to go on the road a little bit more, you know, and I'd done some traveling prior to, and uh, I decided just fucking pack it all up, at the time I just got me a little chihuahua dog by the name of Zilla, decided to, decided to say, fuck it, let's get the fuck out of here, I sold what I, little things I had of, of value, to get a little bit of fucking coin in my pocket, and what I couldn't sell, I just, I got rid of, one way or another, it's kind of liberating, having everything I own, on my back, just me, got out to escape, you know, and I'm not going to lie, when I first started out with it, I was running away, yeah, I was running away from everything, from responsibilities, from life, from reality, but little did I know, it would turn around to the point that I was running towards something. I spent quite a bit of time on the road. We covered this in one of my, you know, in another small series of, of, of podcasts. Two and a half, maybe three years. I lived on the road. 
relying on myself. I grew a whole lot during those years. I saw a lot of shit that really fucked me up, too. Um, death was pretty prevalent to me at those times. Um, I'd see a lot of people... I mean, when, you, when you're living that lifestyle, you know, of, of, a, of, a, of a tramper, of a hoboer, of a, of a rail rider, of a, of a hitchhiker, you know, at least back in, the, you know, the, the late 90s, early 2000s, it was... I mean, it, it, was, it was safer than it would be now when I... You know, there's no way in hell I think, hey, no, don't fucking do it nowadays. But, I, but there were still things that, that, you know, happened, you know. I'd see people get their fucking legs cut off on the fucking trains. I was beat up. They were beat up by the bulls. We get fucking rolled if, you know, we get, you know, a hitchhike. You know, you, you never know what's going to happen. And I lost a lot of my stuff. I, I always maintained my dog. I, I'd kill somebody if they came at my dog. And that was, you know, because he was my ride or die. So, I mean, I'd be more than happy to give up everything I had. Because I can get more stuff. But you were not going to take my chihuahua dog. I did a lot of... A lot of growing, like I said, a lot of, a lot of growing. The world was changing while I was changing also, and I wasn't changing with the world. I was doing my own thing and changing my own way. I did some things that I'm not necessarily proud of, but looking back on them now, I wouldn't change them, because it set me on a trajectory to be where I'm at now, and I think that's a pretty good place where I'm at. When you come up the way that I did, in the time that I did, It could do a, a, a wide variety of things to your your mental status, your, your emotional status, fuck your spiritual status. You know, there, there's a lot of things that transpire. You know, I, I didn't have love in the home. Um, the examples I had of any kind of fucking relationship were negative at best. Like I said, that, that chip on my shoulder maintained, and it's still there. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'll still throw down. It may take me a little bit longer to reach that boiling point. Um, but those that know me know that if I get to that boiling point, there's no stopping me at that point. Um, you're going to have to pry me off, motherfucker. I still have a lot of fucking anger. I've got a lot of fucking hatred towards all sorts of things. I'm not much of a God person because I truly believe that God wouldn't put people through what I've seen them go through. People that are trying to do 
whatever they can to be a better person. And then they get struck down. Meanwhile, you've got pedophiles, rapists, all sorts of other shit walking free and clear, still breathing good, free air. Things that I have seen through these eyes, the things that I have taken part in with these hands, are colorful. They are extreme. I I can't go into a whole lot of detail, y'all, just for the fact that I'm trying to <laughs> stay where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? But it, it, it comes back down to the ability to maintain your, your, your presence of who you are. And I like to think that where I'm at in life, I've, I've calmed down tremendously. You know, age will do that to a person. You know, I mean, it, it hurts to punch and, and it hurts to get punched nowadays. So, you know, we kind of, those old bulls kind of pick, you know, our battles. We'll let some shit slide and other things, no, we won't. My anger has been a constant issue for me from day fucking one. I mean, like I said, I saw it in, in my upbringing, and I'm not blaming that because, you know, I can make the choice at any time, and I have made the choice, and it's, and it's taken me a while to harness that, to use that constructively. I, I've gone to shrinks. I've gone to doctors where, you know, they've tried to pharmaceutically help me with my fucking anger and, and shit that and the other. And what just works out best is for me to get the fuck away. For me to be able to vent and not keep things bottled up. And like I so said, that's, that's why this podcast has been, I mean, it's, it's, it's been good for me in that aspect. You know? I mean, you, you, you lose your daughter, and it'll fuck you up, you know? You see the death that I've seen, it'll it'll fuck you up, the needless death, you know? And that, you know, kind of set me on, on a different way with my relationships, you know? Once you lose that, you kind of say, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be, you don't want to do it anymore. I mean, sure, everybody needs somebody sometimes. All right? But when your world gets rocked like that, you, you have a hard time trusting. You have a hard time being that person. You know, they're going to fuck me over. Oh, I'm going to fuck them over before they get the chance. And that's exactly what I did, y'all. I said, I went on a fucking... 
I went on a tirade. I went on a, once I got back to the relationship world, it, it made me realize that, like, you know, love was not love at that point. Because, like I said, it was, I was all in, but she wasn't all in. And then other relationships I've had in the past, you know, when, when, you know, when I love, I love all the way. I'm a passionate, emotional person. There's nothing wrong with that. They try and hide that nowadays with men. You know, you can't be that way. But you can. A real man is passionate, emotional, but knows how to harness that, knows how to work that, knows how to be constructive with it. So, you know, it's... It's difficult to actually believe that I am where I am at this day and age, y'all. I mean, there were several times when I'm not going to say I went out to punch the clock, you know what I'm saying? Intentionally. But I was at, I don't give a fuck. Let me smoke that. Let me take that pill. What's in that bottle? Fuck it, I don't care. What's in that pipe? Fuck it, I don't care. If I wake up, I wake up. If I don't, I don't. I wasn't intentionally trying to, you know, check out, but if it happened, it happened, you know? What really helped me with that was my dog. You know, I became more of a, of an animal person than I did a people person. They relied on me. You know, I remember very vividly, one night, I got, I don't know what all I ingested, but I ingested a lot. Party favors, if you will. And I chased it with a bottle of Jim Beam. Passed out on my floor. Woke up. Sometime late morning, early afternoon. And my little Zilla dog was curled up right next to me shaking because he was scared. I had puke all around me. And he was scared. And I looked him in the eye. And I knew right then and there I had I had to make a change. And I had something that relied on me. And since I had pretty much given up on people, I decided to dive in and focus in on the animals. I mean, I didn't go 100% sober, fuck no, but I cut out a lot of, a lot of the pharmaceuticals, if you will, a lot of the hard, heavy drinking, and I focused in, I got involved in animal rescue, and that, that was another turn in my life that it was a positive doing what I was doing, but it was a negative the fact that I had to do what I was doing. The way people treat animals is fucking disgusting. And we'll, uh, we'll pick up on this again later. Y'all, thank you so much. I appreciate you for coming back again for a third time. I'm thinking the next one, we'll, I'm going to wrap it up in four. It might be a little bit longer, but I think we're going to wrap it up. 
y'all check me out on social media instagram at idaho underscore beards all right please like subscribe share the podcast or don't i don't give a fuck (laughs) y'all go out there and be damn fine americans be kind of women be kind of children be kind of the elderly be kind of animals y'all because that is the right thing to do keep one in the pipe some extra mags put some food away watch your six Look out for those that you love and care for and that love and care for you. All right, y'all. Till next time. Fuck you, Joe Biden.